Blessings, beloved, and welcome to day eight of the 2024 anniversary reading of Telecom's Ascension. And in this reading, we are uh, covering passages 28 through 33. And Telecom is patiently waiting for me to uh, start reading so that he can give us messages about the readings. So here we go. 28. Telecom, our muse. Telecom smartly brought me back. You're trying to remember what to write, he declared. His statements brought me back to the reason why I had come. Yes, I am. I'm afraid I forgot already. How will I remember all that was said and done? You want, but you will remember enough. You always do. You should pet me now, he urged. <laughs> and Telecom is showing me, because uh, it has been a few few days since I recorded and so he is showing up and it's like he put on a suit and he's orchestrating this reading and he's getting into character and like I'm getting into character for the reading of this and um, he's like we're like showmen and sometimes the show goes perfectly but most of the time there are little glitches and things don't go right. But you just keep going and you just push through. <laughs> so he's urging me to continue on. And also a reminder, uh, you can, if I get to reading fast, because as I get more into the channel, I uh, tend to speed up. My energy is uh, speeds up. But... You can hear the previous uh, recordings, the previous year recordings of me just reading through it. And um, over at ccstarseeds.me, there's even one version where I'm just reading through it and I'm not giving a lot of, um, you know, the details and stuff. So he says, you should pet me now, he urged. And he's just reminding me that we all need to take time sometimes to just be in the present moment and and even, you know, to comfort and pet ourselves if need be, if there's no one around to soothe us, that we can self-soothe, we can calm ourselves through our breath. So I moved in closer and began stroking the side of his face. His ever-present keeper had taken a stance above and behind his view, giving me room to pet him. She showed me her mind to my mind that he had eaten her numerous times since she began sitting with him, which he thought was amusing. I didn't feel quite so bad then about leaving him lonely. He had a tolerant companion in his keeper and had presented a sense of humor to boot. It seemed that he had found the presence of mind to keep himself entertained. And he's saying, I don't think you need any explanation for that. We need to learn to have fun. And he's telling me that that's what he's doing in his present lifetime. You know, even if he's just, and he's showing me himself resting underneath his mama's belly and her soothing touch. And he's just there and he's comforted and, but he is saying he put himself there. 
So we should put ourselves into nurturing situations where we get the nurturing that we need, even if it's self-nurturing, which he's wishing that he had done more of that in his captivity in his previous life. The distance I had felt of his life force energy was that it was leaving his sick body to explore what fun and relief he could have in spirit form. Tillicum may not have been the physically robust well of days gone by, but he was mastering the domain of his spiritual matters. He will survive his death. And this is just, you know, coming from me, Connie, and my experiences with spirits because, you know, I have been seeing ghosts, spirits since I was a child and learning the difference between spirits you know highly evolved spiritual beings who have ascended and crossed over the veil after a physical life and the difference between a ghost that has not crossed over they their soul is in this torment if you will so that's that is um, a major challenge and I think that the reason why I felt compelled to stop and to mention that is because if we don't think about and get wisdom and knowledge on what happens to us after a physical life, when our physical body dies, and we die tragically somehow, we may not automatically know that we're supposed to crawl cross over the veil, or we may not want to. We may want to stay and try to get some revenge or try to continue to live a life. And um, that's just all wrong and bad. It's wrong for the earth. It's wrong for the people, humanity that are still living on the earth, for these souls to be in such torment. And so soul rescue is a term that some of you may be uh, familiar with. And that is what I hope to uh, pass along to you is the wisdom and the knowledge to know that your soul will go on. And that was what was so important about the message of Jesus because it got people thinking about and looking at and believing and knowing that there is a place, a safe place, a home place for us to go after a physical life. And then many of us, we can choose to reincarnate and to come back into another life form or not. But we're not stuck in this cycle, this revolving door of just being trapped here on the earth. And so that was a lot of explanation. But it's And it really is, I understand that it's a deep, deep um, subject and that it may be like I'm just talking, you know, another language. And so I'm just going to continue on with the reading of Telecom's Ascension. So he will survive his death, and he did, and he reincarnated, and now he's visiting with us. We spoke of lighter issues for the rest of our visit. Telecom requested I come and visit him on this night. He then ha hastily pushed me towards full alertness into my present life. My eyes flew open at 2.12 p.m. I was shocked and surprised at his command of certain powers. He is more influential and controlling his potential as a spiritual being each time I meet with him. And this is, he was evolving and ascending, and 
he was tapping into talents that he had. It's like a snowball effect. So, beloved, as you are learning and just, you know, if you're able to grasp small portions of what I'm saying, but then those will grow and grow and grow. I had not taught Tillicum that he could do this, that he could, you know, uh, as he was riding with me and then when he left me, the alertness that it brought and uh, so that's also a lesson for me, for us, you know, to to know when you might be being influenced by another soul, whether that soul is living on the verge of dying, um, crossed over, as I shared in uh, one of the Muses of a Channel podcast that I put out, uh, the last episode, season four, episode 11... And um, so this will be coming out, Telecom's Ascension will be coming out right after uh, that episode 11. 11! And we're going to be having 11 uh, episodes of Telecom's Ascension. Yay! But I share how my first knowing experience of an aunt who had crossed over and she had come into my body. And so Tilikum was also using my body. And even now, Tilikum is a presence within inside of my mind. So it's not just like he's out there somewhere. You know, he's living another life and he's in the ocean. But he's also remembering. So he's in that. He's remembering as we read. And so he's there in that domain if you will also and then he's also right here in studio b with me now and he comes in to give messages and words uh, that i'm going to speak on his behalf he comes into my knowing and he rivals through and searching for words that he's familiar with or that he knows that i can use to convey a message and so um, just a little bit of how-to there or how it works, at least for me. So with his, you will remember enough, you always do. He had answered more than my question of should I share our meetings. He saw my deep-rooted fear that I would not remember and encouraged me to move on anyway. He may well be on his way to becoming an ascended master. Or perhaps he already is one, disguised as a maddened sick well to save earthbound souls. Tillicum and I had, a few, had fewer visits after he had pushed me aside. When we got together, he put on a brave face for me, one he couldn't endure for long. He would send me away shortly after my appearance. And he's telling me he doesn't really want to think about that time that it was the lingering is the word that he's using, the the lingering there. And he wished that he had had some control over how long he suffered like that, but he did not. Ascension Seeds, I hold close to my heart what is dear to me. And he's telling me now, that in reference to uh, becoming an ascended master, he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want that responsibility. <laughs> he said, I just want to have a, a fun, filled, restful, peaceful, loving lifetime 
swimming in my pod family and swimming the oceans. And if these messages help get the word out to take care of the oceans, to take care of all life forms on the planet, then he is glad to help. And, uh, and like I really, he came into me and he's, he came into my left side and He's saying, my heart is with you, Connie, and my heart is with this creation and this earth, and I have a heart for what you have a heart for. And so that was very beautiful. Thank you, Tillicum. 29. Did I know? On January 6, 2017, around 2.30, I heard of Tillicum's death. It was reported that he had died early in the morning. I tried to determine if I had felt or known. And I know I use a lot of dates and numerology is very important, has been very important for my ascension. And um, in fact, I'll be uh, you'll be seeing, if not already, uh, a little journal that I put together that I really I created it. I wanted to create it for you, but I created it for me also. And so uh, you'll be seeing that. It's called Messages from Time, Guide, and Journey Journal. So be looking out for that. And, of course, you can find everything that I'm doing that's important uh, over on my website, ccstarseeds.me. You can find links to everything. And you can find the Diving Deeper, Tillicum's Ascension, um, with uh, the 2024 edition will be in there as well. And you can sign up for that as for free during the month of January or any time if you've purchased the book. So I recalled one of my spirit travels that morning, shortly after midnight. Jesus had invited me to the Oceanside Overlook, where we sometimes meet and talk. Why had he beckoned me there? I couldn't remember. You have trouble remembering your dreams, even really important ones. And even while you're having them, you're going, oh, yeah, I'm going to remember this because this is so profound and this is so important. I'm going to remember this one for sure. And then you wake up and it's like, hmm, I know I had an important dream I was supposed to remember. <laughs> Sometimes it comes back to us later, right? That's why I try to keep a notepad by the bed and write down a few notes when you have those so that it will spark your memory. So Heavenly Father had called me to his throne room in another spiritual communication of the night, probably more likely of the hours before midnight. He sat on his throne and Archangel Metatron stood behind him on his right side. The angel held a rolled up scroll in his left hand outstretched to me. That vision was an actual replay of an event from several years back. Could the reminder have signified something concerning Tillicum's death? And just, uh, by the way, I do share that tr that uh, story of Metatron giving me that scroll um, at Heavenly Father's behest that is in uh, my autobiography, or it might be, it's in the Muses of a Channel. One of those. I'll see if I can get the link for you in case you're interested. On reflection, I determined that the scroll from Archangel Metatron was not just a vision of the past. It was as though the past event and the now event merged and became one. When I received the scroll in my hand, it absorbed into my matrix, becoming a part of my hand and moving up inside me to my heart, throat, and head. I didn't understand what the words were on that parchment, but I knew it now lived in me. 
With Tillicum's passing, I found a renewed vigor to tell his tale. I must give what I have received. So much of my internal narrative intertwines with him. Ascension Seeds I seek realities from my unconscious mind and bring balanced truth into my living life. And that is a daily practice, an eternal daily practice, beloved. And so um, so I do share a little bit how that uh, scroll had absorbed into my, into my hand. And I did not know what was on that scroll at the time, but it came to me. Beloved, if you're watching this, there's a good chance that you also have a covenant, contract, agreement, life plan, purpose, and it's written on a parchment that Archangel Metatron has for you. This is not just something that is special or unique to me, that there was this plan and it was written down and then I was given access to it. You, beloved have and can receive access to it. You may not understand it at the time, what's on the scroll, what the full life purpose is, because it, there are choices. You may wind up making the choices in your lifetime to, um, you know, to deny that you have a life plan. And so, beloved, I believe and hope that you find out today what it is that you're supposed to be living for and doing in this season of your life. And there are different seasons. I could not be have done this 20 years ago, you know, or maybe I could, but I wasn't prepared. It wouldn't be the same, right? It wouldn't mean the same as it does now in this season of my life. 30. Morning. That night I went in search of him. It is my experience that souls often linger near their dead bodies before crossing over. Only I wasn't sure about the ancient well soul and Tillicum in particular. I did find him troubled with what was happening to his body. He wanted to know, and to be honest, so did I. What would they do with his body? We watched the scene for a while. Some people mourned him. Others discussed the business of what should happen next. We had the sense that they planned to cut him open to see inside and then cut him into pieces. I found out later that after an internal examination into the cause of death, it is customary for SeaWorld to render the wells, distributing organs and parts to colleges for scientific purposes, making our imaginings a possibility. After ministering over Tillicum's remains, I persuaded him to go with me to see the ocean cove and return later to his observations i hoped he would not want to go back to the grief-stricken death scene i was trying to distract him <laughs> we arrived in spirit from above the sea on the cliff overhang we had only been there for a span of one deep breath when Tillicum had transported himself into the wide open ocean i tried reaching out to his thoughts as he leaped away from me Tillicum joined the pod of killer well souls united in welcoming him they moved freely with no care for earthly matters. I watched them sail away in the blissful pleasure of each other's company, fading into the darkness of a setting sun. Ascension Seeds. I am aware of my body's needs for loving source energy. And so what Heavenly Father is here, but um, he's like, 
he, Heavenly Father is here observing, but he's and he's looking at Archangel Ariel. And Ariel, she is wanting to give the message that it could have ended like that for Tilikum. You know, that could have been the end. And I kind of thought it was. You know, I thought, oh, good. You know, he's, you know, he has found his peace and his afterlife. And whatever happens to animals, and in particular, whatever ha- will happen, is will happen naturally without my intervening anymore. And so I could just let go. And so that was what I thought was going to happen at this point. And Ariel is saying it could have happened that way. But because of the knowledge that Tillicum had, because of his human experiences and his experiences with me and what I had introduced to him spiritually, he would never be the same again, even in his afterlife appearances and his planning for a next life. And so, beloved, as you gain more and more knowledge, and, and you can see that for those of you who have, who have watched my, I guess you could call it a documentary, my autobiography, my dark playground and one soul's journey and crosses and contracts. And, you know, if you have watched those in order, then you would see my process and you would see that I am not the same today that I was back in the beginning. Or, you know, it's like I have evolved and I have ascended and I have grown. And you are doing the same right now by listening to this. And you may not believe it all or you might be processing it and that's okay. You'll go at your own pace, your own speed. Some things you'll go quickly and you'll learn quickly and other things it may take some time I can't tell you how many times I've had those moments where I think oh my god really I have been doing this my whole life and I did not see it you know those aha how blind must I be moments and so we have those and we just do but uh, the ascension seed I am aware of my body's needs for loving source energy See, that's, and when we get that, when we learn to be in that moment, and I do have a one, two, three step-by-step program at ccstarseeds.me, and I'm not just pushing this because as a commercial, no, this is a sharing, beloved, because I want you, I want the earth to be healed, to be whole, for us to be connecting in a loving responsible and mature ascending way and that's why I am doing this that's why I'm telling you and reminding you again about the step-by-step ascension program that I have at the website ccstarseeds.me because it teaches you to breathe you know to just and to be in this moment of meditation and what came to me a, a while back was that too that even I am going through those step-by-steps again and again. They're evergreen and they're perpetual and they're for you to use. So, you know, that we're not all going to be in this moment of meditation all the time. And one thing that really helped me a lot, and I share this in the programs too, is to let your thoughts be like leaves in the wind. And sometimes we need to do that. When we're in those harsh, judgmental for ourselves or other people, we need to learn to just let our thoughts be like leaves in the wind falling to the ground. But we don't stay there. 
you know, then we, okay, it's time to put back on the thinking mind. And, uh, but to go into it with a clearer mind in a clearer way. So I just wanted to, uh, to share that because I feel like it's so important uh, for us all. 31. Telecom, rest in peace. Almost one year after being le- led into watching the Blackfish documentary, Telecom succumbed to physical death. In an Orlando, Florida, SeaWorld Park on January 6, 2017, Tillicum finally found freedom. The news article from Peter read, Rip, Tillicum, dead after three decades of misery. OrlandoSentinel.com was more pointed in their headline, Tillicum, the infamous SeaWorld killer whale, has died. And Tillicum wanted me to point out to you um, Tillicum finally found freedom. He wants me to tell you, yes, he did. And not just from the torture and the physical life, and maybe your life isn't so good. Maybe you can relate to some of his captivity and his suffering. And um, again, he wants me to remind you that he could have found more peace while in his life had he had some of these teachings And I don't know if y'all just heard that, but uh, Candio, and for those of you who follow me, you know Candio is my labradoodle, and um, she's almost two years old now, but she's in the studio at these recordings with me, and she is being, Tillicum is, um, is like, because he's here, and she has her own story that I'll be sharing soon uh about her uh watery life that she had before this life but she was just tapping her tail a few minutes ago so i kind of hope you were able to hear that and uh that was tillicum reminding me and wanting me to remind you or to say to you that even after he is gone doing this reading with us And he goes on after this journey that we're taking to live his life and to enjoy his life and to have the life that he wanted to have, that there are still more stories to tell, Connie. He's telling me there are still more stories for you to tell. And um, that Candio's story will be one of them. Thank you for that reminder. And he's reminding me to... He sees my fear that I won't remember everything and that I won't tell it accurately or well, well, <laughs> or well. And he's saying, you will. And he's saying, I will be there to help guide you if you want me to, but you will have other mentors there. In particular, uh, Jesus will be there. And uh, you'll learn. I know I've shared how I tell you that I met Jesus on the Overlook Cove on a bench. And so um, in future stories after this recording and this retelling, uh, you'll be hearing more of those stories. Uh, You can follow Muses of a Channel on my YouTube or um, my RSS. And I try to do at CC Star Seeds on all of those platforms. So at CC Star Seeds on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, 
Um, always go to the website, ccstarseeds.me, to see where I am and what I'm doing. Ascension Seeds. I am guided by my spirit in the direction I should go. 32. What killed Tillicum? The public would learn after his death that Tillicum had a persistent and complicated bacterial lung infection that is touted to be his killer. We will probably never know the extent of his real hurts or the truth and scope of his ailments. And beloved, what is just coming into and sitting into my solar plexus chakra is that that we don't always know the extent of the agreement that we have made at certain times. Like when I got my Labradoodle Candio as a puppy, I did not realize the uh, things that were going to go along with that and uh, how her becoming a part of our family was going to change everything. And even though I might have had my preconceived, oh, I'm going to train her and I'm going to walk her and I'm going to take her everywhere with me. And, well, when I share her story, you're going to see it did not turn out like I thought it was going to. <laughs> but when they captured Tillicum and these other wells and they did, they did not really care about the humanity or the suffering and I say humanity, even though we're talking about a well, because we're all one big family. And so uh, this earth here on this earth and and when we make obligations when and we take responsibility, sometimes we just don't know. And so so what I have learned over and over again <laughs> and what I would like for you to learn or what I would the message I would like to get across is that you really think before you leap that you really think before you take on an obligation like adopt a pet or um, you know to take on to say oh I'm going to take on the responsibility of you know think about it first are you really equipped do you have enough information and are you ready to sacrifice if things don't turn out the way you wanted them to? And that is so hard to do sometimes, beloved. But I am praying and believing that you would be that you are becoming wiser by hearing what I just said. 33 eulogy Tilikum, your sac sacrifice challenges humanity and what is known and believed about life on earth and life after death. Your story raises our beliefs about purest form love. You are forever in our heart. And he's taking a vow and saying, thank you, as are you and mine. Ascension Seeds. I am a compassionate person seeing the struggles of others. And sometimes, beloved, I don't know about you, but it is my compassion, my empathic abilities, empathy that gets me into circumstances and situations that I'm not equipped to handle. 
because uh, and it almost turned out to be that with Tilikum. You know, I had to really be committed and there were times when I felt guilty because I wasn't showing up like I thought I should have been. And Tilikum is telling me now that um, it wasn't my, Connie's sole responsibility to take care of him and to see that he was taken care of. That was SeaWorld's uh, responsibilities. It was his caretaker's responsibilities. And more importantly, he's saying it was his responsibility to look at things on a positive the ocean is half full. The ocean is full, not half full. And that he's showing me how he could have spent more times in his pool looking up at the night sky. He said that was constant. He's saying, I could have looked at that anytime. I could have found a peace in looking up at the stars at night. But I I didn't so many times, not until Connie introduced me to the stars and the possibilities. But now that you, beloved, are being introduced to the possibilities, he's wanting to encourage you to continue your ascension growth to find the healing steps that you need for your life to be the best you that you can be in this moment and every moment. So until next episode, blessings, beloved. Blessings to all of you who tuned into this broadcast. May you be eternally blessed every day in every way, coming and going. A quick reminder, you can find secure links to everywhere we are sharing messages and Ascension Seeds activation codes at our website www.ccstarseeds.me